Coming up, week two NFL, depressing Pats game. Uh, next. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game and they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where I have new rewatchables going up on Monday night. It is one of my favorite movies of the last 30 years. I got three co-hosts to join me. It might not be one of your favorite movies, but God dang, it's one of mine. So Monday night rewatchables, get ready. Very excited for that. Not as excited to share the following news. Had a screw up on my end with my recorder that unfortunately I did not realize until the tail end of the podcast. So you're getting my my Zoom audio from my end for this podcast with Sal. It's fitting. The Pats crapped the bed. I crapped the bed from a recording standpoint. It still sounds fine. It just doesn't sound as good as it always does, but it was my mistake. This is what happens when you tape remotely. Hasn't happened to me since uh, the dark days of the pandemic like spring 2020, I think was the last time I did this. This was a beauty though. I actually did record for my end. I just didn't have my mic plugged into the recorder because I had been traveling and I forgot to plug it in. This is what happens when you get older and your team craps the bed on Sunday nights. We're going to talk about that with Sal in one second. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. Taping this 8.30, Sunday night, Pacific time. Sal, this is how it ends. <laughs> Six Super Bowls, 20 years of memories and great fun. And this is it's how over. it ends with mediocrity. Just week after week with screen passes, with guy, with cornerbacks just draped over receivers who just aren't wide open, with guys running slant patterns out of bounds as the quarterback just throws right to the cornerback, hanging around just close enough to almost maybe tie the game. And then just all of a sudden it's third and 18 again. And then the game ends because your left guard um, forgot to <laughs> lean forward before his elbow went down on the lateral play, which by the way, wasn't in the, the game. There was 40 seconds left. Uh, they lose to Miami, a team that used to kick our ass when I was a kid. Uh, they lose to Tua, who two years ago, um, it was like, oh my God, Mac Jones is so much better than Tua. Tua was great tonight. 
And uh, and our coaches, the highlight of his game is when he whipped the challenge flag down in front of the ref. This did not seem fun. like a, a crisply coached Patriots team. I didn't really agree with much of the strategy. They're 0-2. That is usually a death sentence in the NFL. Uh, anything you can say to make me feel better. Well, no, I mean, I don't know why you're so upset. I thought a lot of it was funny. I mean, a lot. I went <laughs> point by point with what, what you went over on the bad uh, spot, the placements. I mean, I think you received three or four of those. Um, yeah. Great play by Gasecki, by the way. It's not going to go down in a box score, but I really feel like the, to have the wherewithal to toss that back and uh, get it get it to where it was. But uh, I, I don't want to blame the refs. I don't want to get you going, but don't overrule that. That's a first down. It's a first down. Move on. Let him, let him, let him beat you another way. Come on. What happens in the days of like the that? visual evidence that it had to be absolutely positive? And it, yeah. I, I didn't feel like I was positive on that, but I didn't either. I didn't either. We, but we, you we, weren't we, happy with Mac Jones. We were texting. You weren't happy. It's one of those things where you're not happy with your quarterback. And I've been there before. And then by the third or fourth quarter, it's like, oh, he's got some juice. And it's like, ah, oh, it's too late. We didn't do enough. Yeah, Collinsworth was praising him at one point. I, I'll tell you, uh, Matt Jones is starting to feel it a little bit. He's starting to get going. Like the next play, took a 10-yard sack. He uh, threw the ball. I don't know. I don't know what to say about Andrew Van Ginkle on that play. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Andrew Van Ginkle. It's a Wally Pip situation. Uh, Mac threw the ball 42 times for 231 yards. Mm-hmm. That's not what you're looking for. They have no real deep threat potential at all. They run all these screen passes, which work when the team's afraid of a deep pass, but why would you be afraid of anything? Um, they couldn't run the ball against a team that gave up over 200-plus yards yeah. rushing to the Chargers last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the bummer is that the defense, I thought, played pretty well for the most part. Like, they did some good stuff. I thought, uh, you know, yeah, I don't think you're ever going to keep this Miami offense in complete check, but they did okay. They didn't let Hill beat them. Mostert was the guy that ended up killing them, who's somehow on all three of my fantasy teams. But mm. uh, I watch football day to day, and it's hard to think that the Pats are one of the best 16 teams, much less 14, much less 10. They seem like they're in the bottom half of the league, unfortunately. Yeah, well, and it, it sucks because if you go backwards, you work backwards, I would have told you, yeah, you're going to hold them to less than 400 yards, right? Um, you know, two, less than 250 yards passing. Uh, two is going to have one touchdown. Um, you would think you'd definitely be in that game, maybe even winning, right? That's why this yeah. is such a shame. I don't even like talking about it. So it's such a shame. You loved it. Miami's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good team. Yeah. I, I actually, considering they didn't have Jalen Phillips and they didn't have right. their left tackle, which the Pats, you know, Armstead's out and Jalen Phillips is out. The line moves immediately on FanDuel to Pats, I think, plus one and a half. It had been between like three and two and a half all week and just seemed like, man, we're catching them at the absolute perfect time. But um, the Pats, they just aren't explosive enough. You saw it last week. You saw it this week. Everything's methodical. Everything is a 10-play drive, 11-play drive. Pick them apart downfield. You're putting all of this kind of house of cards on, oh, a pass can get tipped. Oh, a defensive back could could come in mm-hmm. over somebody's top and get it. And it's just, it's too hard. And the one guy who seems like he can create real separation is Pop Douglas, who fumbled. God forbid, he's probably in a meat truck some somewhere. Like, what was that guy's name in Goodfellas? 
Who ended up at oh, the meat uh, truck? Uh, Frankie Carbone. Carbone. Uh, Frankie Carbone, yeah. Yeah, it. he's in the meat <laughs> truck right now. You can't fumble. You're not allowed to fumble on a Belichick team. Cue the Clapton but, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on the Pats because it's pretty clear oh, that do. they're not going right. to... Well, they're not going to matter this year. Um, I, I, As good, I think, as the defense has a chance to be, um, with the way the schedule went out, two home games in a row to start the year, you, ha- you kind of have to split. 0-2 is the death sentence. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the Bengals, since they extended it to seven playoff teams in each conference, the Bengals are the only team to go 0-2 and make the playoffs. But on the other hand, there are two playoff-ish teams that are 0-2, other than the Patriots, that you know, you don't, you're just you're even with the Chargers and the Bengals that I mentioned, who may be without a quarterback. Who knows what's going on? So let's do this. Here are the 0-2 teams right now. I separated them into three categories: alive, coma, and probably dead. We could cross then, off the Patriots. If it makes you feel better, we can cross them off right now. I know we're looking for a cross off. I think Cincy and, and the Chargers, I'm putting in alive. You could talk yeah. me into the Chargers being in the coma section, though. But let's mm-hmm. put them in alive for now because at least they can, you know, they can create some offense. Coma, New England and Minnesota. And I think Minnesota's in there because of the NFC, because of the four through seven teams. It might end up being nine and eight, might end up getting you a six seed or a seven seed. Probably dead. I have Houston, Denver, Chicago, and Arizona. And then I think Carolina tomorrow night, if they lose to the Saints, I think we can throw them in there. And then Pittsburgh's on one. If they lose tomorrow, I'd put them in the coma section. But you agree with all those categories See, for those teams? I don't know. Coma might be too strong because, um, I mean, if you hear a Belichick, interview you might think yeah for sure coma but look at the one <laughs> look at the teams you'd have to beat that you're a game behind all right so like all right the dolphins i don't know you have them winning division or you have the bills so that'll be one playoff spot the jets are one and one you're but you'll beat them by 30 next week 35 points right um the browns could be one and one you don't think you could hang with a team like that and make up a game the afc south is kind of a joke you, you, you don't count on the Colts, you, the one-on-one I, I know Colts. what you're doing and th- none of this is genuine you don't believe any of this and you're just trying to get me not to quit on the pats exactly I, know what you're doing. I, I can't hear the ish smith talk just yet about him getting a max contract or whatever whoever it would be well in the their next their next three games are jets cowboys mm. new orleans all who have good defenses or i think the saints have a good defense they look good enough last week but um You'll convince yeah, I mean, yourself by Thursday that you're going to crush the Jets, and Belichick doesn't get embarrassed by teams like that, and certainly not guys like Zach Wilson and who just threw three interceptions today. You'll 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 get back. you'll be back. I'm dumbfounded that they couldn't run the ball in the Dolphins. I know they're yeah. a missing lineman. I get it, but it's really hard for me to believe that Ramondre, especially like there was like two times when they ran the 45 degree angle Mostert type runs with Ramondre, and each time he was able to get around the corner. And yeah. they just they they just kind of kept running them up in the middle. And it's also clear, and yeah, I don't want to completely write people off after two weeks, but uh Juju just doesn't seem healthy and just seems super slow. Parker was right. always slow. He never his separation was never his thing. He was always like a catching traffic guy. And then uh your guy Zeke, you knew this was a foist. This was like the foist episode on Curb. I didn't have anything to do with it. No, you knew you knew you knew he was you knew he was kind of shot. I thought Belichick was foist proof, really, right? When has he ever been on the uh short side of a foist? 
Well, it's right here. Ezekiel yeah. Elliott, who doesn't How seem about that. get some real receivers? Enough with this. It's so freaking proud. The Giants are the same way. Like, you know, I know they won today, but you're only going to get so far with, with these, you know, these the possession receivers who maybe could stretch a first down and break. I, don't, I just don't see these guys breaking a lot of tackles. I'm not I'm not saying you, get, you need like an Edelman or anybody like that, but your best years were with Randy Moss, right? And then all the, yeah. when, when, when they were good. So and I don't know. Branch was great. Troy Brown was great. I think Douglas is the best receiver on the team. And I don't know when that will manifest itself into him playing all the time, but he's the only one that can actually make people miss. And, you know, mm. Bourne had a couple of plays. Bourne had one deep pass where the guy pulled his arm down. They didn't call it. I didn't think the rest were that great. I think big picture, though, um, Miami's got to feel just awesome. You know, they have they have this uh they're at the Chargers at New England to start the year. And you think, man, that's that's a tough beat. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna probably one and one will take. Nope, they're yeah. two and oh. They're playing Denver next week, and we're gonna talk about Denver in a second. That honestly could be Russell Wilson's last game as a starter. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't I we're on a countdown with that now. They're at Buffalo week four. Then they have the Giants home, Carolina home in in weeks five and six. They could be five and one after six weeks. And the two a thing. Tua made five ridiculous throws in the game today. Like really, mm-hmm. really great. It was like what he did with the Chargers last week. I think he has gotten better. He was better last year than he was the year before. And this year he he seems, he just seems like he has full command. I thought that team was so scary to stop. They're setting you up in those inside runs and you're just like, I know what you're doing. You're mm-hmm. pulling our guys in and then you're going to hit one of these guys on the, on, you know, on a quick one or whatever. Uh, really hard to play. And the question, remember we talked before the year and I said how Tua was 20 to one to win comeback. Yeah. And we were like, now nah, Hamlin, if Hamlin plays, he's going to win. But I, now Tua has got to be the prohibitive favorite for that. And I think he's in the MVP now too, right? Well, we talked, if he plays 17 games, his stats are going to be spectacular, right? Like maybe yeah. probably better than Mahomes, just the way everything's set up. But Honestly, that's that's the only reason I picked against the Dolphins to to win the division because I don't think he could. I'm trying to go what it's like. It's like when I, every year I lose weight um, after the Super Bowl from like February to April, I'll lose yeah. like 15 or 16 pounds. Really, every single year I'll do it. And I, you know, people know not to congratulate me at this point. And just like they should know not to get excited about Tua because come August, September, I'm stuffing my face with Bianco pizza three times a week. And uh, I'm a fat slob, as everybody could see on this uh, Zoom right now, or maybe you can't. So that's, I think, where we are with Tua. He's Is that 15 much. pounds of money that you're losing from the end <laughs> of the year you. You have to pay off somebody? <laughs> yeah, something can like I that. Tell you, can I tell you who the favorite is on FanDuel for MVP right now? Is it Tua? It is Tua. Right yeah. now, as we're taping this, five to one. Wow. Mahomes is plus 650. Mm-hmm. Josh is 10 to 1. Burrow's 10 to 1. Apparently, Fando hasn't watched the season yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jalen Hurts is 10 to 1. Trevor Lawrence is 12 to 1. He's another one. Uh, you I, liked Hurts going I'll probably in. book have, those bets. I do. I still Hertz? like him. What I, was he? Feel, 10 or 12? When he, had him. he was at 12. I, that's what I took him at. Oh, yeah. yeah it was interesting the Philly stuff on Friday where people are like, what's wrong with Philly? What's wrong with them? They played a Sunday afternoon game in New England, and then they played yeah. a Thursday night. Those Thursday night games are always super sloppy. People are right. like, what's wrong with Philly's offense? When was the last crisp Thursday night game we've ever watched? I think people get Alzheimer's with what happens on Thursday nights every year. The games always suck. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. I mean, Jalen Hurts is just he's going to have 15 touchdowns because that stupid mosh yeah. pit play is allowed, and and so the, the numbers will always look good. And that's why I think 10 to one is is not bad for them for him. If you're going long shots for MVP right now, the McCaffrey at 75 yeah. to one is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And Mac uh, Jones, Mac Jones also 75. Yeah, <laughs> Mac Jones, you probably <laughs> probably boost those. A little bit. Uh, How sad are you that Jordan Love, if I would have told you two weeks into the eight days, nine days into the season, Jordan Love's 40 to one and Mac Jones 75 to one. That is I have a question. You, you got to give me your honest answer here. No. I know. <laughs> I know Mac Jones is probably better than Zach Wilson. Yeah, I think so. Is it? Is it dramatic, though? Is there really a difference? Is, is it like, oh, if the Jets had Mac Jones, this would be different? I, like, both guys are probably, if you're going to, like, the word below average, people are like, whoa, mm-hmm. below average starter. But below average, there's 32 starting quarterbacks. Right. Right? So if you're average, you're like 15, 16, 17. So what's and that? If you're Kirk below Cousins? average. Yeah. Yeah, or, if you're below lower. average, mm-hmm. you're in the 20s. You're maybe high 20s, maybe even mid-20s. Yeah, that's where Mac Jones is. He's a below average starting quarterback, and Zach Wilson is probably a little below that. I think Fields is the worst quarterback I watched today. Like there, there's yeah, something rough. really, really wrong with with him and that offense, and just he, he's just not functional. Mm-hmm. Um, Ritter was looming as the number one worst quarterback, and then he kind of rallied in the second half. So need weird to watch team. one more time. Wilson is team. Wilson bad. Zach, uh, both Wilsons. And then after that, you know, you could start talking to yourself and anybody. But Well, say, let me answer, because here's what I thought about Zach Wilson. I thought last Monday night, if Garrett Wilson doesn't make that miraculous catch, really stealing an interception from the D-back, the Buffalo D-back, the Jets lose that game, and they're looking for a different quarterback. And I do think there are a couple of guys out there that could win them 10 games. Now, if Garrett Wilson's out for any extended period, maybe I'll, I'll go back on that. But right. Yeah, Mac Jones would definitely be a guy I thought could win 10 games with the Jets, for sure. He'd be at the top of that list. So, yeah, he's uh, better. I don't know what you want to hear. I mean, so, oh, and I don't know. I don't know if... My team's 2-0. I don't know. I don't know if... I don't know if he has it. But I've watched Mac Jones now. This is year three. Like, that throw to Parker, that really was to Xavier Howard. Yeah, that was bad. That was one of the one of the... That that like brought me back to when I was in college when I had to start gambling because the Pats were so terrible over here. I mean, it's just if Parker's out of bounds, mm-hmm. the only wide open receiver is the cornerback. It was uh, it was really bad. Well, it makes you feel young again if it brought you back to college. That's good, right? <laughs> it's great it's about feeling young. We got to take a break. There's so much to get to, including uh, including your team. That's next. Step into action this NFL season with FanDuel America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet that has $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. Sal and I, we talk about it later in the pod, we did a little same game parlay with the Saints game that we're going to tell you about. But needs to say, Saints adjusted line. Carr, I think, to throw 200 plus yards of Miles Sanders to score at any time in the game. It's about four to one on FanDuel, so check that one out. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overrunners, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash BS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. You must be 21 plus and president select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. 
Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right. I have, uh, I wrote down the biggest stories from week two. I'm just going to throw these at you. Well, let's do, I'll do your team just because you're here. Yeah, let's do it. Parsons is the best defensive player since when? Oh, what guy? I, how far I back was, would you go? Because like the clapper today on TV was like, he reminds me of LT. It's like, stop, come on. He better I, shut I see up. There's some- I don't need him jinxing us. Keep your mouth shut, Clapper. Just clap till your cheeks uh, fall off. I don't want to hear it anymore. I was going to ask you to admit that Micah Parsons is the greatest defensive professional football player you've ever seen, and I was going to threaten to not get off the Zoom until you you said as much. (laughs) Well, as you know, he was my DPOY pick for the year, plus 450. What's that now? Oh, God. Well... Here's the thing. I don't know how many I don't know how many people listening to this watched that entire game. Mm-hmm. He wreaked havoc in that game. Like he was this is a, the most dated reference ever, but Fast Times Richmond High 40 years ago when they steal mm-hmm. the linebacker's car and he's mad and he's just destroying the other team. Yeah. That's what he was like and I was trying to think like Reggie White did this in the in the 90s. Reggie White would just destroy games. And I, mm-hmm. I actually think he's been a little forgotten in history. Um, I think Ray Lewis was like this, even though he's a middle linebacker. You just he he would just dismantle everything, and you're always aware of him. And he was just so over the top. Derek Thomas had some stretches mm-hmm. where he would just like destroy teams, but for the most part, since Ray Lewis, I don't remember anybody looking the way Parsons did today. You keep naming names. I haven't heard any that um, match up to the caliber of one Micah Parsons. Honestly, no, I. I I think maybe I'm crazy, but I think he's doing it a little differently from those guys. If you watch him, he's not offered much friction, you know, and oftentimes his move past the tackle or past the guard or past the running back, whoever's blocking him, there's not even contact made. It's just like a stutter step or something. I know some of the guys, a lot of those guys that you mentioned that that was part of their repertoire, but I, and and now I know I'm going to jinx him about getting injured, but I really feel like there's not even any any like uh, any physicality until he gets to the quarterback and blows up a play. I don't know. It's, it's almost magical. I think he's got that mad magician from Hard Knocks working with him or something. This is going to make you mad because I'm going to bring in basketball right now. Mm, good. I'm sorry. Well, it was 18 minutes. We did good. Yeah. He's like watching one of those incredible basketball players who can just get to the rim. And you're just like, how do you get to the rim? Everyone knew yeah. he was driving the basket like John Morant. Last year, and be like, right. "Oh, John Rand's going on the rim. Oh, um, they can't do anything. He's just going to get there." Parsons, it seems like when he wants to, if he's like, "I'm going to just stop this run play," or like, "I'm just going to get to the quarterback," it doesn't really matter who's blocking him. He moves right. around on the line of scrimmage. So I'm going to try it over here this time, and I'll just go right by the running back and get the quarterback or hit him as he's throwing. And um, he's 
He's on a very short list. As you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm prone to hyperbole from time to time, but I've seen mm-hmm. all of these dudes that have mattered since LT and LT is always going to be my number one. It's not negotiable. But I'm with you. It's fine. LT's great. He was the best. He crushed he was the, the Cowboys best. for many LT years. LT was the best. He really I was. I would appreciate but, Can you come up with a different name? John Moran, I, I know what you're getting at, but can you pick someone who's probably going to be in the league in two you, years? Or like like the what late 2000s LeBron was like when like okay. his first two MVP seasons, when it was just like, when he had a head of steam, he was just getting the rim. There's mm-hmm. that, nothing was happening to stop it. Oh, I got one. Um, yeah, those are good. What about How about Lawrence Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> Well, That's the name the, I'm going with. Does he need a nickname? Like, that, like, what do we do to how, how do you pump pump this guy's rep up a little bit more? I think uh, Romo was trying to call him Monster Parsons. Is, is something there? I don't know. Yeah, what does yeah, he, he need? Something. I it, he needs like LT was so great, and then and we yeah, were also right. mad when Tomlinson took it. MP doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, we got to figure something, something out. For well, him. anyway, Maybe, is he is he hate me taken? That seems catchy. I don't know. He's the best of he hate me. He's the best defensive player in the league. Yeah. And he's might be the best player in the league right now, with especially if you watch Mahomes. I know Mahomes. I'm not going to just grab the title from him after two games, but mm-hmm. he's in the in a direct conversation with Mahomes now. And he's the biggest advantage you have. If you're gonna be like Dallas is gonna the Super Bowl this year. All right, what's your what are your reasons? Number one, they have Michael Parsons. He's the best defensive player in the league, and he's absolutely wreaking havoc week after week. So congratulations. I love him. I mean, I think he was around 13 sacks last year. I think he'll be around 18, 19 this year. He's good for one a game. Uh, Fandle offered Micah Parsons sack plus Cowboys win at plus money. I was like, oh my, what, what am I, why am I waiting? I got to jump on that. And uh, listen, uh, it was the Jets. And again, it's a, a quarterback I think they can replace. So, and it's not going to be much different when they go to Arizona next week. But um, yeah, man, this guy's a star. I just just stay stay healthy for God's sakes. Yeah, especially there's two things. Once one against bad offensive linemen or mm. shaky quarterbacks, it's you can just like he's like supercharged. And then yeah. as these games go along, and the teams start getting a little confidence, you know, like the Jets. There was a couple moments in that game. What was it, eighteen to ten? And you're thinking, well, if they, get, you know. Feels like they they're getting a Dak a little bit. They got a bunch of flags against them. There's this one part of the game all the Jets fans are mad about when it just didn't yeah. seem like they were going to get a call there for ten minutes. But they right. they were hanging around the Jets, and then Dallas just put the game away. But yeah. but when's your first big test? It's um, is it, uh, San Francisco. Is that coming up for where? I'm trying to figure out what's uh, because I know we have. Hold on, I have it. Arizona, and then it's. The Patriots, oh, San, we have San you Francisco. guys. Yeah, at, at San Francisco, Francisco week five. That's, That's your big test. Yeah. 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 That'll be, and, and then, then the you Chargers. get the Chargers. Yeah. Um, all right. So we Patriots covered. will do something. They'll, something stupid will happen October 1st against the Patriots. You watch. You watch. That, that'll that be it. That'll, you'll, I'll skip that podcast. October 1st. Let me write that down. Skipping podcast. Are you done? <laughs> Next. <laughs> you know how it goes with this team. But go ahead. Next topic I had. Um, Lamar was the best offensive player we saw today. Yeah. He was awesome. And that was one of those you really had to watch the game. They had, there were flags that pulled plays back, but it's just like, it, it was just one of those Lamar games. He does it a couple times a year. And the last two years he got hurt. 
after games like this, but you know, within the next couple weeks, but these, these things where it's like, we have them third and 12, we just need to stop Baltimore here. And everybody does everything perfectly. And then he just figures out some cheat code play and all of a sudden the drive's still going. He was awesome. And a and, lot uh, of it's a run, right? Like 37, yeah. extending the drive with a run. How many how many quarterbacks can do that consistently and you, you feel good about it and uh, even as a design play or, or not? I agree with you. I thought he was excellent and he won then that game. And the fact that they had 178 yards rushing. I mean, with Dobbins out and they have 178 yards rushing, how he was very good, but how how good does Lamar have to be if that's the case? I know he was responsible for um, several of those yards, but uh, yeah, Cincinnati's in a little bit of tr- trouble here. Well, I'm I can't wait to talk about them. The thing with Lamar, twenty four mm. for thirty three for two thirty seven, two TDs, no picks, and then he ran for twelve for fifty four. So if you just see yeah. the box score, you're like, oh, Lamar had a good game, right? But he had complete command over that game, and then you're watching the other side, and Burrow just doesn't seem right. The Bengals don't really seem right. I thought the Ravens were going to be the one out of that division. And I remember when we talked about it saying that I thought the Bengals would start slow and they'll come on because they're the Bengals. Mm -hmm. Their defense isn't as good as it was last year. And I know they lost some guys in the secondary, but um, they just couldn't get stops. And there's a field of them that I thought was alarming. And even like the 27-24 final, I, I actually didn't even feel like the game was that close. I thought the Ravens deserved to win and they were better. I, di- I didn't feel like the Bengals just played that well or looked that good or looked that sharp, right? Yeah, I mean, they were down two scores, right, for most of that game or at least in the second half. Yeah. But I will say as much, as much about, and then they took Barrow out, but you know, who knows with this injury, but he did have a better second half. Like that first half, I was like, okay, you know, if you and I were talking about this, you know, the same time last year. I don't know how we felt about the Bengals at 0-2 last year, but it wasn't wasn't as strong as, you know, or, we, you know, we we had higher hopes, I think, than we did with the Bengals this year with Burrow looking the way he did. If he's hurt, yeah. obviously, there's, there's trouble, but he did have a good second half, so I'm kind of I'm kind of mixed about it. We didn't like this line anyway, right? We figured that with the Bengals being three-point favorite, kind of needing it more. Lamar had a 12 QBR last week. It was really... How are the Bengals not going to kill them? And then it's like, oh, yeah, uh, this makes a lot of sense when I got out there. I took it for million-dollar picks, but I'm doing those mm-hmm. picks on Thursday. And then all the scratches happened over the weekend with Baltimore, right? They're missing their two best offensive linemen. They're right. missing their two best D-backs. Dobbins is out. And it turned into basically a nobody believes in us win. And it was hard not to – I know other people have made this point. It was hard not to watch that game and just be dumbfounded that nobody tried to sign this guy. You know, it's it's like a, a a much bigger version of when nobody tried to sign Austin Reeves this summer in the NBA. It's like, what are you guys doing? Austin Reeves is really good. No, yeah. nobody has twenty million a year for this guy. With the Lamar thing, you know, there's eight quarterbacks that matter in a thirty-two team league. You watch Atlanta today, and they're barely surviving, mm-hmm. and they ba- barely pull out this win. Ritter was so bad in the first half of that game. And you're thinking like, man, this team couldn't use Lamar to put so with who do you B. John think Robinson? The, it, it's a good point. Who do you think regrets it the most? Because the Falcons, I know, are two and zero, so they can convince themselves, the owner and the coach, that they're decent. But if they if they're able to see Desmond Ritter, I don't know where their seats are on the field. But you and I didn't like Desmond Ritter at all today. But I feel like the Bears for sure 
could have signed them. They had assets. Yeah, right? they, but they, they, the too. Bears were like pot committed to Fields. They had to do that for I one more year, why. I think. I mean, I even guess. like Bryce Young's probably better than Fields. Yeah. But um, the I think Carolina that's got to regret that regret it. Atlanta, um, those are the those are the two that probably. I mean jump Arizona, out. but I'm not sure they cared about winning well, anytime that, soon. Anyway, yeah, they're yeah. stuck with Kyler. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Could you say the Giants? Would you rather have Lamar than Daniel Jones? Yeah, but yeah. it's just weird. Nobody nobody went after him. Baltimore right. ends up getting him back on a pretty big contract, but he looked great today. Hopefully he can stay healthy this year because that's been the issue. And even watching the game today, you know, he takes big hits in the open field. Like he just does. Yeah, the so. stuff we love about him is what makes him injury prone, right? Yeah. Well, my next question was, should we, we, should we be worried about Cincy yet? I'm a little worried because I think the AFC is good. And, you know, although if Jacksonville and the Chargers are going to, you know, be, be yeah. a level below, I think we're maybe nine wins could get a seven seed. But uh, I just don't think their defense looks as good. Last year, this similar ha- similarly happened. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they took off the second half of the year. And by December, they're kicking everybody's ass. Um, yeah, I think, I, but, I mean, you thought I was kidding because I was trying to make you feel better about the Patriots. But same goes for the Bengals, 0-2. But look at the 1-1s one they have to chase for, uh, all right, let's say if you're yeah. bouncing them from a division title, that's probably premature too. But uh, they're certainly in the race for a... Um, for a wild card, but you're right about uh, everyone looking, you know, I, I'm trying to think like they, they didn't sack Burrow. It was a little bit weird. He got kind of got to do what he wanted. He, he had one sack. He just he got didn't sacked play once. well. Yeah. He's that terrible, terrible pick. Half. Right. That was a bad interception. Really. Yeah. Um, if he, so on FanDuel chiefs are plus three thirty. Ravens are five to one. Now bills are, this is for AFC championship. Bills are plus mm-hmm. 550, Miami's plus 750, Bengals plus 950, and Browns 10 to 1. I still think those Dolphins odds are off. I think they should have either the best or second best odds in the conference. I, I, I'm guessing it's just because of Tua, because people are afraid of him making it through the season. But mm-hmm. they've been the most impressive team in the AFC, in my opinion. I want insurance. You know, when you get the dealer has an ace showing, I want, I'll take the, I'll take the plus 750. I'll put a thousand on it. You get 7,500, but I also want insurance to, to get some of my thousand back if he gets hurt. See if we can work that out with Fandle. Goofy conference. Um, next question I had for you is what happened to our sexy 2023 offenses? Detroit, Jacksonville and the Chargers. All the nerds were on all these teams. And uh, Detroit had five turnovers and got out Detroited by Seattle. Who they, it was like basically watching two mirror image teams of each other, except Detroit turned the ball over more. And Goff, it's looking a little Goffish a couple times in that game. Jacksonville, what a disgrace. We'll get to them in a second. And the Chargers um, had two games in a row now where they basically had the game in their hands one way or the other to decide it with a quarterback that everyone thinks is a top five quarterback. And he didn't get the job done. I think the Jacksonville one I want to start with because I just feel like they gave a win away. You know, they're mm-hmm. up seven nothing. They're at midfield. They go for it on fourth and five at the end of the first half. KC's done nothing. And they're like, ah, oh, we're gonna go for it. They really hadn't shown enough to go for it. They don't get it. Mahomes gets like an injected with uh whatever, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they go down, they score, and they're winning. Uh, but Jacksonville was in the red zone. It felt like for an hour. 
Yeah. In the, in the second half and just couldn't get anything done. And, and it was like, it was like, honestly, watching the Patriots is bad. Well, what's weird is, I don't know, maybe I wasn't paying as close attention, but yeah, I felt like they had Trevor Lawrence had seven shots at the end zone. He did. It came up empty, but it also felt like the receivers, these receivers these days were like, oh, did he get the second foot bat down? Did we see a pellet? Do we see a pellet fly up in the end zone? Like, right. yeah, you could probably guess that these these guys are so good at getting their feet down. Just don't even review it anymore. For some reason, the, the Jacksonville receivers have not figured out how to get that second foot down. So I would say sixty five percent Trevor Lawrence's fault, thirty five percent those receivers who just couldn't get it their footing. But yeah, that offense. Yeah, everybody loved that offense, and I uh, I think we did well with the Titans to win that division. Gotta be honest. It's 14 to six. They it get is, there's a another first game? down oh. first down and goal at KC's one. And right. they end up going backwards, kicking a field goal. KC comes down, gets the field goal. Now it's 17-9. Jacksonville gets the ball again. They have a 12-play drive. And they basically end up a first down and 10 at KC's 14. And then they fuck that up. But it it was worse than that because it was Lawrence looked. Really sloppy. At one point, Calvin Ridley ran into the uh, ran into the stanchion, the goalpost right. thing, which happens yeah. like once a year. It seemed like he like blew out his knee. I'd uh, like to see that more. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't think they looked good last week against the Colts. I thought they basically played one good quarter in that game, and I thought this would be the game. This is the one you have circled. They're coming to our house. They beat us nine months ago. Now we get our revenge. They scored nine points. So Can I put me, I, pretty I don't fraudulent. I don't want to make a, 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 I don't know. I don't want to make excuses for Jacksonville, but are the Chiefs a top four defense in the league? Like I know we mentioned Dallas, we mentioned the Forty Niners, we mentioned the Eagles all the time. They played really well against the Lions last week. You know, you had that fake punt, and they were demoralized and tired, and so they went all the way down the score, and then you had the pick six. Otherwise, Detroit didn't do a lot offensively, and like you mentioned, Trevor Lawrence was not. You know, but I, I don't know. I just been Chris Jones back today. You got Carl Aftis. These guys all are in on, on most plays. So I think it's an underrated uh, unit. It's a good point. And they've drafted really well on that side. And mm-hmm. it's starting to pay for issue. But yeah, they were they they were definitely aggressive. And they were putting a big pass rush. Now, they don't have Jacksonville doesn't have their left tackle because he got suspended the first four games. So right. if you're a Jacksonville fan, you're like, look, man, let's wait till our left tackle comes back before. Uh, we freak mm-hmm. out about this stuff, but nine points was was pretty bad. Um, the Chargers, yeah. Like if Brandon Staley got fired tomorrow, would you be like, would you would you like drive off the road and complete this belief? Because I would not. <laughs> no, I wouldn't drive off the road. No, no, I don't. Uh, no, I I think we nailed this team years ago. Honestly, like yeah. every Chargers game is nuts. Put Gus Johnson on every telecast. Or or have Brandon Staley coach every other game to make that those games exciting. Don't take them laying points. Don't take them. Don't take them ever. Who cares? You know they're going to make every quarterback look good. Tannehill, a guy who was about to get shoved to the practice squad or worse, was twenty for twenty four with two forty six. And and but they'll probably end up nine and eight or nine and seven going into that last weekend. So I mean that's I, I feel like you could sum the Chargers up better than any other team by now. No Eckler. Eckler lasted a game. Mm-hmm. They gave up two bombs to Tannehill, which is embarrassing. Yeah. Tannehill in the first half, and I was just taking, I just write down my thoughts as the game goes. And I was like, this Tannehill's last start. I'm writing down stuff like that. It just looked <laughs> like his career was 
headed to being over. They fall back. They fall behind eleven to nothing because this mm-hmm. bizarre forty-play Chargers drive that ends up with them scoring, and then they go for a two-point out of nowhere to make it eleven nothing. And uh, you think, ah, the the it's done. The Tannehills can't take anybody back from three points, much less eleven. Mm-hmm. And then they got some rhythm and they started running on them and and they started disrupting uh, Herbert and um. And all of a sudden, you could kind of feel where it was going, but they still had to go down the field in the fourth quarter take, and tie the game, which they did. Yeah. Or, or they took the lead. Chargers get the ball back. They go all the way down, but they really should have scored a touchdown. It felt like they were going to score. They right. didn't. Get a field goal. Go to OT. They can't do anything. And then Titans win the game. But the Chargers have now had two of these. They're 0-2 in either or games. And that's kind of who they've been for the entire Brandon Staley-Herbert era. And at some point, guess who they're not going to blame? Justin Herbert. Going to be a new coach. And he'll be like, right. well, we have a new coach now. And, you know, Herbert, he's one of the five most talented quarterbacks in the league. But at some point, you got to be better than 500. Herbert probably wants to keep him around, honestly. Yeah, the less of the blame will get passed his way. And again, he's always going to have decent stats. What do you have, 305 yards and two touchdowns? He didn't I think throw he had, like, the best stats of anyone today, yeah. Right. And I don't know. I, I don't even, I didn't even see, like, uh, any bad calls for Staley, but I just don't un- th- think that a lot of the players understand his defense. And I-, I think I could be right because that secondary hasn't been right for a couple, three years now, right? Yeah, and they spent money on it too. JC Jackson, who got hurt last year, um, this year has looked bad and they've been beaten over and over again over the top. I'm probably more concerned about the Chargers than Jacksonville if I'm just talking playoff potential. Because I think with Jacksonville, easier division. They have mm-hmm. their left tackle coming back. Chargers, this has just been who they've been this whole time. And I, I just think this is who they are. They're this talented, frustrating team that is just destined to be like this. The Lions, um, defensively, we're, we're, I, I just don't see it. I don't mm-hmm. see how that's like a, a play. Like People are picking them to potentially be a one seed or, mm-hmm. you know, Make the NFC conference. I can't take that team seriously. They're fine. Well, they might go nine and eight and sneak into the playoffs, or maybe they could even go ten and seven if they get some schedule luck. But I just don't think defensively. Seattle was doing what? It, did you watch that game? Seattle was yeah. doing whatever they wanted that game. Like right. literally anything they wanted to do, they were doing. I knew they'd match them score. I was pretty sure they'd match them score for score, especially with you know Geno Smith with a chip on his shoulder and you know. I didn't think like Lockett would be shut down two games in a row like like he was, but um, yeah. And I, you know, it's funny. I was thinking like if you and I three years ago said there's going to be a quarterback who throws 330 passes without an interception, how long would the podcast have to be before we mentioned Jared Goff? And now he threw that interception, and so right. I don't know. Is it uh, is it is the floodgates open now? Now this is, is it. It's a little skit. Yeah, a little <laughs> now sketchy. he's got a, a taste of interceptions again. He's just going right. to start doing them. Yeah, the uh, Montgomery got hurt in that game, and it seemed like it was really bad. But um, I don't think it's like season ending. Um, man, we'll see. Uh, two more things quickly. The, this whole thing about Rogers, maybe he'll be back in January. <laughs> Let's stop. Let's all stop. Just stop. This can't be a topic. Which team? Which team this, is he going to play for? This is like an actual topic. I get texts I from people like, hey, man, did you see this thing about Rodgers? Could be back by <laughs> January. It's like, you guys are going to be playing in January. You're going to go like 7 to 9, <laughs> 7 to 10. What are you talking about? You this guys are going to win 10 games with Zach Wilson? 
Yeah, you might as well say March. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he'll go and to the also games like Rogers. Oh well, Cam Akers did it. I I'm pretty sure Cam Akers didn't come back in like less than four months. Cam Akers is what a dozen years younger than Rogers. Yeah, Rogers is forty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I don't. I don't get it. I, I just. Yeah. I mean, that sucked. And I have a lot of Jet fans in my life, and even I felt bad for that. Uh, on the other hand, I thought the only thing funnier would be if he tore the Achilles running the flag out, and maybe he did. Maybe he did, and he just tumped <laughs> it out for four plays. But um, that's the Jets. That's the Jets' luck for you. Puka, uh, who just broke <laughs> this rookie wide receiver thing. How much did he go for in our draft? In, our, in uh, the free agent, he was like in the twenties, right? Oh yeah, like twenty eight or something. Twenty nine, yeah. So I did some research, as you know, we did this last year with Brock Purdy, where mm-hmm. I just go on Wikipedia and try to figure out what the hell happened. He set the high school record for catches, yards, and TDs in Utah. So mm-hmm. good start. Two years in Washington, first year breaks his foot as a freshman. Yep. Second year is the COVID season. Then he transfers to BYU and he has two like solid years. He's like 43 catches for 800 yards, six TDs. He has half as many catches as he had all last year as a senior in that fucking conference where everybody throws it all the time. And he's on pace for like, I just don't understand this. And then when you watch the games, it passes the eye test because the guy's open and he catches everything and it doesn't matter where you throw him. He's over here. He's over here. He's Mm -hmm. like Wes Welker. And they got him in the fifth round. It's unbelievable. 177th pick. It is nuts. There's a lot of good wide receivers out there to be drafted. Uh, and this is going to sound controversial, but is Cooper Cup a system receiver? Like he's playing <laughs> He's playing the Cooper Cup role. And he's playing it great too. Like it's insane what he's doing. And I'm, I'm surprised that Matt Stafford is, is doing as well as it. I mean, he played last week's game. Matt Stafford was at about as good as I've seen him. And uh, yeah, it doesn't look like Puka's going away. Really they doesn't. gave the Niners every single thing they could handle for like, they could do it for three quarters. Then it became yeah. a talent issue. But for those three quarters, they were toe to toe. They, the offense, especially after what we just watched with the Pats, the plays they were running were great. Mm-hmm. They, McVay was just like complete command of his bag. Uh, Stafford was unbelievable. And then in the fourth quarter, it finally, you know, you know, I was looking at like what week one game are we going to say was, uh, oh, that's re- that was the most ridiculous result. And uh, and I landed on Rams Seahawks. I'm like, man, I don't maybe not. Rams could be decent. Yeah. They really could be decent. I couldn't really find another game where I was like, all right, that that's going to look stupid. That's not going to make any sense. But um, now I don't think it's the Rams Seahawks. <laughs> Everyone's about the same now. I want to talk about that specific topic in one second. We're taking a break. We're supported by NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV. If you're a displaced fan, NFL Sunday Ticket is an absolute must-have. I've had it for the entire 21st century. I love it now that it's on YouTube and YouTube TV. It's easier than ever to keep up with all your favorite teams on Sunday afternoons because you can watch four preset games at once on multi-view, and it's the best. Turns out YouTube, they decided to make me their unofficial CMO now. That is Chief multi-view officer. I'm putting that on a resume. CMO, Bill Simmons. I'm helping them put together their recommended multi-view for NFL Sunday ticket. Nephew Kyle can attest to this. I put a lot of time and care into what's going to be in those four spots. Uh, I want to be able to see everything. I want it to be games that matter. So if you're looking at week three, uh, let's go early games. Pats, Jets, 
Broncos, Dolphins. That could be the last week for Russ. Who knows? Falcons, Lions, and Saints, Packers, and Chargers, Vikings. So we'll get rid of we'll get rid of Pat's Jets. I won't be a homer as as your CMO. So we'll do Broncos, Dolphins, Falcons, Lions, Saints, Packers, Chargers, Vikings. That's my CMO recommendation. Thanks to NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV for sponsoring this segment. It truly is the best place to keep up with all your favorite teams out of market. Sunday afternoon games are right now. You can get $50 off your subscription when you sign up at youtube.com slash BS. Terms and blackout restrictions apply. Offer ends September 19th. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. Have you ever been in an accident? And you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need. Have coverage options to protect the things you value most. File claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside. LDA 21 and up. All right, so three two and O teams: Washington, Tampa Bay, and Atlanta. <laughs> Are you buying any of those three as as a team we will be seeing in Week 19 that we'll be talking about in the two seven matchup or the three six matchup? Like, man, nobody saw this coming. As a playoff team, or I, I don't yeah. think I don't think either of them, any of them, win the division. Um, you had the Saints, right? Or did you have Atlanta? I have the, the Saints. The I, I thought you and I, I have stared, the Saints. Yeah. I told you Atlanta, that. it was Atlanta or the Giants for that last spot. And I changed my mind 700 times and right. I could not decide. But Atlanta's 2 0 and Tampa's 2 0. Washington's 2 0. The, the one that makes sense as I'm watching is Tampa because they actually do have, you know, a fair chunk of the talent they had two years ago. And Baker looks pretty good in their offense. Like Washington beat two horrible teams, right? They barely beat Arizona. Mm-hmm. And then the game today was was ridiculous. Right. Um Atlanta, we'll see. I, I have major, major Ritter suspicions. I know yeah, like, for three quarters today. That, yeah, he was really truly awful for two hours in that game. I know his first guy in the office, last guy to leave. I was actually impressed that he bounced back and he got better as the game went along. I'm not like, he's not a complete cross off, but I'm, I'm very mm-hmm. suspicious, but Baker, I, I know he's had up and downs, but we've at least seen him take a team to the playoffs, you know? So weird. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say you're wrong. And a guy like 
Mike Evans is playing like he's heard everybody talk about what Mike Evans is going to be in 2023, right? Like he's got that nine year streak, I think of a thousand yards. Everyone's like, well, that's ending this year. It's like, nope, I'm going to push off. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to drag. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get to the end zone. So he looks like he's possessed. And we talked last week about how they have ballers on defense, right? They still have big names um, to keep the. Yeah, look, it's the NFC South. My advice, my advice was to to enjoy it or not enjoy it, and then make a decision in Week 14 or 15. But uh, I know that's not allowed. Before the season, they were plus 750 for the division. They were six to one to get to 10 wins. They already have two. Mm-hmm. They still have home games against Detroit, Atlanta, Tennessee, Carolina, Jacksonville, New Orleans, and Philadelphia. And then they have easy road games, seemingly easy at Houston and at Indianapolis and at Carolina in the season. Like they could get to 10 wins. Somebody, it's wow. either going to be them or New Orleans, but, um, but I, I, I'm not buying Atlanta yet. So and crazy. I also, I, yeah. I have real suspicions with the, with the coaching and some of the decisions they make during games. Like they right. do some, Arthur Smith does some really weird shit. Yeah, where you're just yeah, going, they, whoa, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, they should have blown that team out. The half half the Packers offense was injured, and Jordan loves it. Looks like I mean, we've read his MVP odds. It's, it's crazy that he's up there. But yeah, I'm not an Atlanta guy. I don't know if you're gonna go by coaches. I'm not sure I trust Bowles to get them Tampa to yeah, 10 wins. Yeah, I don't think but I it, is, it is weird that <laughs> how to get rid of Brady to uh stand out in that division after two weeks. Well, we were talking, we were wondering if the Rams were going to be the, you know, just say fuck it and tank. Mm -hmm. They're definitely not doing that. And Stafford looks good enough that you at least have to play it out for, you know, six, seven weeks. And I was way wrong about that. Yeah. And they had a really, it seems like they brought in some really good rookies and, you know, some of the undrafted guys they had out there. I was impressed. Uh, So do you feel better after week two about Buffalo? Yeah, you have to, right? I, I know we wanted them to lose and we wanted to bring up, and I was all week I was about Josh Allen. He's not right. He averages a fumble and an interception every game. You know, it's him and it's Diggs. And when Von Miller's not in there, they get no pressure on defense and they're yeah. going away. It's all going to be Dolphins. But they righted the ship a little bit here. What did you say that week four or week five against uh, the Dolphins? Uh, we'll, we'll know yeah. a little more then. I think they're home for that game. But what are they, plus 140? For the division, maybe we shouldn't write them off uh, as much as we do uh, early in the season. Well, my fear with them, if you're if you're backing them from a gambling standpoint, is just mm-hmm. are they the team they blow out the teams they should blow out, and in close yeah. games you can't trust them. But I will say, like their pass, their pass rush Ooh, today you said it right, good. Their pass rush uh, was really good, and I don't know if they dialed something up or if the Raiders just can't block. But it was one or the other, maybe both. Well, here's the other thing. James Cook, 17 for 123. He was good. 183 rushing for the team. Like, if they could do that, uh, they could afford a Josh Allen fumble every now and then. Cook was dangerous. Jimmy G, he just couldn't help himself. They're up (laughs) 7-0. They get a stop. And they have the ball again. And they're looking like, oh, here we go. And then he had to do the Jimmy G pass. Um, Do you feel better about Tannehill? Yeah, I do. I do. But that's, um, I don't know what to compare it to. I feel like it's when you, you play a seven-year-old and one-on-one, you know, it's like, all right, all right, I'm back. I want it. You know, that Chargers defense is nice to uh, bolster some confidence, but I'm not sure if, uh, I'm not sure if he's long for the rest of the season, but he's got to be our guy, right? We took the Titans to win the division. Yeah. 
I feel better about it. I, th- I like the way he's moving around. He had, he hit a couple deep long balls. Burks mm-hmm. made a big play. Yeah, Hopkins had one of those games where he made a play in the second half, and I didn't realize he had even played. So <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know if that one's playing out. But I feel better about Tannehill. Plus two hundred now. We got them at three, right? Three yeah, one. Yeah, I feel a little better about Atlanta, but not. I'm not there yet. But a teeny bit better. I I didn't know what was going to happen. The Packers Atlanta to me was a stay away. I had no money on it. I had right. no idea what was going on. Washington. Do you feel any better about them or? Eh? No, I think you hit it on the head. Let's see them play someone good, right? I think they have a tough game um, this week. Are they on the road? Where are they? Because on the one hand, you could say incredibly impressive comeback in Denver where the game seemed like it was over. They made this drive. Tight end caught a touchdown. The safety beheaded him and got kicked out. And it was the most vicious hit of the season so far. He's going away. Really bad. That that guy's going to get suspended for a game. Jacoby Myers last week, right? Yeah, this was even worse than that. But it seemed like that like galvanized Washington. They almost got in a fight after that play. And um, and then all of a sudden, every time they had the ball, they scored. Brian Robinson, who yeah. was $1 or $2 running back in most leagues, he looked awesome. Their Very pass good. rush looked pretty good. And the thing that I really loved more than anything, um, the Rivera-Eric Bieniemy combo on the sidelines. It, it is the true detective season. You never knew you wanted <laughs> I want to see them solve crimes. I want to see them on Law and Order. Rivera yeah. just doesn't move. He has no expressions whatsoever. And enemy is just like completely animated and it always looks like they're about to either get in an argument or start hugging each other. Yeah. Uh, every time they cut to them, I was into it. And uh, I have they're no good. idea if that team is even mediocre. They should be handcuffed together. I don't care if they're mic'd up, but I do like uh, <laughs> the idea of them not being it's able to go yeah, they six feet away coaches. from each other. I got so lucky. And I got, by the way, I was looking for odds for Moneyline. Oh, yeah, you got to tell odds. the story. Well, the first I'll say, if you had, you know, what were they up? 21-3 Denver? So yeah. if you took Washington and you took uh, the Giants who were down even more, right? I have to, th- I've seen 70 to one at that money line parlay oh and, and you'd be like, oh, wow. Well, nobody would take that. Like, well, if you thought about it, just that Arizona sucks and Denver kind of sucks, you might take those two. Right. So yeah. that was, uh, I, I think it was way more than 70, but people had it at five to one for each or something. So 71, but I had Denver plus seven and a half on one of these money, some, one of these adjusted parlays on Fandle that you, you hate that pays like minus two seventy. But yeah. you can imagine what I had on it. So plus seven and a half, they go down by eight because they have to kick a field goal to cut it to eight. And then yeah. that, mirac- I, I feel like I was unlucky because plus seven and a half up 21-3, you should win that damn bet. But yes. Russ doesn't, doesn't even reach the end zone on the Hail Mary and it gets bounced back backwards into the end zone and I lose by two, which is less than seven and a half. God bless. My son was watching with me and Kyle, and it was the first Hail Mary he'd ever seen. And it was like watching astronauts land on the moon for him. He just couldn't <laughs> believe it. But the best part was you knew they weren't going to get the two points. Right. Usually right, right. when it happens, it's automatic. The team gets whatever else they need to send the game in overtime. Not this time. What are um, you over under weeks, Ross plays? I had this. I have saved that because I have that okay. in the next section. Well, I mean, we're talking deep. about them now. You don't want to, we can't. Take, no, no, right, no, I have a really good segment for this. Oh, all right. All right. Do you feel better about the Giants or no? Yeah, a little bit. I hate that. That's kind of a win a, a team needs. Well, Barkley now, I, it, it seemed like Barkley when they were losing was going through the, all right, I'll show them season, like dropping balls yeah. that could have been caught and turning right. them in a, 
interceptions. Like, I'm not going to change the whole landscape for running backs and how much they're going to earn. So maybe if I screw up, that'll be easier. And then they'll realize how important it is to have a serviceable running back. But then he came alive and that, you know, I, I don't know, like Arizona, like took a page out of the Colts, you know, Jeff Saturday playbook last year against the Vikings and just different ways to tank. You don't always have to go down 24, nothing. You could be up 28, three or something and lose. So Raheem is convinced that they tanked the second half. Mm. And I just don't know how you do that in football. But it was pretty weird that they just ran a mock in the first half, and then in the really second did. half, the Giants, the Giants scored zero points in three halves, and then right. thirty-one in the last half. But it did feel like they got their mojo. And there's some good stats where he had those too about uh, Dayball in the second half with adjustments come from behind. And um, this would I be something better. for Dayball. Imagine being de- lose, you know, being outscored like sixty-one to nothing or whatever it was, and then coming back and making the playoffs. That would be pretty, pretty spectacular. But well, I was I have a couple different Giants bets. Like I have a long longer shot playoff bet on them, but I have their over, um, which was seven and a half. And if they weren't right. gonna win this game, that over is like done. What are they gonna they're gonna get to eight wins, not having beaten Arizona, a team that's it's unclear if they're even trying. Right. Sure. Um I feel a little better about them, but the Barkley thing's not great. Right. Last one is Seattle, which I think that was the want game in week one. They looked like crap. The Rams mm-hmm. beat them up. And it was like, oh, Seattle, they've only won three times in the last. What was that thing House said on Wise Guys today? Since week nine, they've won three games. Right. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, and they listed the teams and it wasn't impressive. Yeah. yeah. And it was like bad quarterbacks. So you think after week one, they they get killed by this Rams team. We all think it's going to suck. And then they kind of looked like the first half of last year's Seattle again. So and Pete Carroll. Yeah. They set the record today for most times they cut to him on the sidelines mm. during uh it was fun. Every time on the on the multi-view, I, we had him in the, like the right bottom. And like I felt like half the game they were just showing Carol like fist mm-hmm. Like he was like hulking up like Hulk Hogan in nineteen ninety-one or something. I like I like uh the cutaways angle. I wish Fandle would come up with a number of for how many gum chews we could actually see from Pete Carroll. <laughs> I think what he does the like gum look like? 68 and a half. Imagine oh it's not God. gum. Maybe he's just chewing on his tongue for the last two decades. Who knows? No, they're right. better. And I think you're right about that being the wonky game. I, this is what I try to figure out, but not because the Rams are so bad and will be so bad. But yeah, the Rams because, were better than we realized, but yeah. we didn't realize it after week one. But now we kind of realize, right. oh, the Rams. That'll be fine. All right, here's the Denver part I mentioned earlier. Hmm. I want you to rank these four things hmm. based on when their team is going to bail on them, if you had to do order of the bailout. So the number one, do you think it's going to happen the fastest versus last? The, the nominees, when will the Jets bail on Zach Wilson? When will Denver bail on Russell Wilson? Mm-hmm. When will the Chargers bail on Brandon Staley? And when will Chicago bail on Justin Ooh. Fields? Oh, So I get both Wilson, Staley, and Fields. Who is the first one who gets bailed on? I'll give oh, you my man. pick while you think about it. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to pick Russell Wilson. I don't think Peyton's going to go down. Like, like I, Peyton's too competitive, and there's too many moments with Russ where he just, you know, as Raheem would say, looks Larry Holmes status. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're just going to put Stidham in. They're going to have to because their team's going to – there's no way. There, what was there, 11 plays he had today where you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What happened to this guy? It's yeah. really like the only 
first thing I can compare it to is when Darren Williams just lost it. That, right. that when he was like a borderline all-star and then all of a sudden he was like not even a starter anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's clear. So I would go Russell Wilson first. Who would you do? I think it has to be. All right, I'm going to put weeks on this. So I think the Jets are stuck with Zach Wilson now, right? If they were going to make a move, it was like I said last week, you know. Uh, but I think they're going to stay with him. So I think he well, lasts so that, for they most have of to the do year. the Yeah, they have to do the, well, who's Dallas? We can't get a real right. look at him until we get to week yeah, three. Yeah, there'll be an excuse every week. Garrett yeah. Wilson will be out you know, next week and whatever. I think Chicago will stick with Fields for the year. I think it's going to be Oof. tough to get rid of Staley for in, until at least week 10 or 12. I mean, if I have to see what's first, I think Denver, for those reasons, we talked in the preseason, they gave Stidham $10 million for two years. Right. Like that, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good haul for a backup. And it makes me think Sean Payton is not going to want to stick around and be embarrassed. And yeah, you're right. We just see some Russell Wilson, like really that, that bailout to, he just didn't want to, he was forced to throw that hell Mary. Otherwise, believe me, he would have thrown another three yard out to Jerry Judy or somebody like he, he just doesn't have it. It's so weird watching him. Like there'll be pressure and he'll do the Russell Wilson circle rollout move that he yeah. perfected, you know, five, six, seven, ten years ago. And right. then he would put the Jets on and just outrace whoever. And now when he does it, the guy just jumps and tackles him. Yeah. And it just happens over and over again. They have their they have Miami in Miami next week. And my yeah. guess is that's it for Russ. Like that's make or break. And if he sucks in that game and they go 0-3. You got the Bears in week four at Chicago. You put Stidham in that game. I could see that. And, and that's like, hey, man, we we got to make a call. We need we need a spark. They mm-hmm. do they do all that. Um, so I that's that, number one. We both def- definitely think that's number one. What's two, though? Zach Wilson, you're going to say? Yeah, I think it's Zach Wilson. I just don't think he's competent enough as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's, he can look competent for two hours, but he'll make three of the worst plays you've ever seen. Yeah. And he just can't get through a football game. Like I think his record now he's nine and 16 as a starter. Fantasy said, um, he's only had, I think six good games out of those 25. Like at some point it's a pretty decent sample size for a QB. How many times can we watch him roll out, sprint toward the sideline to his right and then throw it out of bounds? Like, Hey, it's all he does. Right. So he could run for a couple of first downs. Well, I mean, if we look at the other options, fields for him to be benched, we have a lot of people in the organization would have to eat shit. Right. So I don't think it's happening anytime soon. I think there's an extra month I'd have him in there because of that. And Zach Wilson's not the same thing. It's not like, hey, this isn't the guy we counted on who's just underachieving. It's like we just think we could do better and maybe even get this team to the playoffs. So, yeah, that's second. I'm with you too. I think uh, fields is last and I think they could. They could get rid of Staley, but I don't think it would be until once they're by. I have to look at it. So here's here's the stretch. They yep. they're at Minnesota, home Vegas next two mm-hmm. by week. So let's say they lose one of those two. Week six Dallas, week seven at Kansas City. Yeah, and then week eight Chicago. I think it would be after that Kansas City thing. But I don't know if I if I'm like involved with running the chargers i don't know how how many years in a row you can watch the team just get out thought in any crucial situation like yeah. how much evidence do you need um okay let's do guess the lines you ready let's do it unless I you want me to read P- puka's uh want more wikipedia yeah give me some P- more want uh, some wikipedia wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
By the way, do you know the only three teams who overcame 0-2 and, and won the Super Bowl? Uh, my we, Cowboys were one of them, right? Yeah, we've each rooted for one of them. Oh, I had uh, the 0-1 Pat started 0-2. Oh, really? And yeah. who was the third team? The uh, the loathsome, hateful, sadistic New York Giants of 2007. Oh, really? Damn, I didn't yeah. remember that. Yeah, those they, motherfuckers. They they wanted Eli out immediately after game one, I think. All right, so we're into week three. Just some betting stuff for the first two weeks. Home teams so far against the spread, according to my calculations, are 10, 19, and 1. The home teams. Against the spread, Under, yeah. Yep. Underdogs against the spread are 17, 11, and 1. Mm. Proving yet again... Oh, I, I don't. I didn't add the paths in that. So that's seventeen, twelve, and twelve. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't wait. Let me look. Yeah, no, you no, didn't. No, 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 you, no, you, no, didn't, you didn't win. Let or me color. work on yeah. my addition thing. Yeah. Uh, but proving it again, we say this every year. Just if, if you're to pick spoil or whatever, just take all the dogs. And then I know if you feel it's just crazy so hard. Strong about two, two, three, four favorites. Grab those. Uh, one other thing: NFC versus AFC this season. Mm-hmm. NFC now four and zero. Really. Wow. Yeah. AFC's loaded. Who would have thought? Oh, and here's another one. Uh, Sal, 2-0 and o over Bill Simmons. In, uh, and guess, guess the, lines. the lines. Yeah. Well, By I the cheated way, I am, week. Uh, You're not winning. You did? Well, that sucks. No, I didn't, because I I didn't wanna, cheat, actually. I want to dedicate this um, this week to one uh, Dave Jacoby from the Stern School of Business at New York University. So that's where this uh, dedication's going. I wanted to see before we did Guess the Lines, can you do an imitation? Of me, yes, having a midlife crisis and trying to turn my show into a Pat McAfee type show. <laughs> like I'm wearing a tank top and I'm yeah. talking like Pat McAfee, but it's my voice. Can you pull this off? Do you want a oh, week man. to work on it? Yeah, give me a week. Give me a All week. Right, give to me work a week. On so it. Sal's yeah. gonna take a week. All right, me, <laughs> Bill McAfee, Billy McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That guy's got some dog in him. <laughs> He's got some dog. All right. I'm going to get this. I'm excited about this now. <laughs> yeah. You work on that. Next week, Sal. All right. <laughs> my invitation Billy, to be is Billy McAfee. As Pat, Billy McAfee. Yeah. Pat McAfee's yeah. brother. <laughs> How great would that have been? Please, I mean, God, I know you don't want to talk college, but the, the McAfee rock Deion Sanders tour this weekend that ended with 60 minutes, Deion on 60 minutes, and they absolutely should have lost that game Saturday night. Uh, I don't understand why I don't like them so much, but uh, it's probably because everybody likes them too much. And they uh, great. They got all of America watching Colorado football at midnight on the East Coast. But uh, my God, I should have lost that game. So I loved it. Colorado versus Colorado State. Watched on an airplane coming home last night. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Had a great mission accomplished, but. Shouldn't have won. Mark Jones on the call. Um, <laughs> Thursday, Thursday. I'm going to do my Bill Simmons as Mark Jones next week too, <laughs> and get it all. <laughs> week three, we have Thursday night, a possible stinker. 49ers home for the New York Football Giants. Yeah, I picked the uh, the Niners by ten and a half. All right, we split it. Uh, it is 10 and I said nine and a half. Hmm. Um, Oof. here's the thing with these Thursday games and you touched on it. If you, I would have tell, you know, if, uh, coach Dayball, uh, all right, you have to play the 49ers this year. 
Um, what situation do you want it? And you're missing Saquon, uh, probably. Wouldn't you say, oh, oh man, all right, how about uh, week three on a, a Thursday night? Wouldn't it, wouldn't that you be the best get over spot? It. Then I'll get the ten job? days rest. Well, yeah. yeah, right, exactly. Then you get you get the you get the rest, and you could catch him off guard in the, just a short week. Forty Dan are still healthy. I think George Kittle is going to announce his retirement tomorrow as a fantasy asset. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's actually he's going to get together with Kyle Pitts. They're going to do a joint. Did he crush you? You have him in a couple leagues. Oh, you no, do have just, him, right? I I took him in two of the leagues because it's like mm. oh he's the second best tight end. But the reality is there are no second good. It's Kelsey, and then nobody else matters at tight end. Right. So right. I know. I know what it, this is. Just um, doubling down because he beat you up last year in the uh, our playoff game, and then sat like two seats away from us at WrestleMania. It was really he's my nemesis. He really is. Yeah. So our Sunday marquee game, I don't know why, but I couldn't find one. Hmm. I didn't think I'm going to leave the category blank. I did not think there was a great Sunday afternoon game. I think there's some solid ones, but there's no like, oh, yeah, that game. I think the most interesting game is a game we talked about, Dolphins-Broncos in Miami. Possible last stand to Russ. Miami mm-hmm. coming home, trying to go for a triumphant 3-0. and We'll see what the weather, sometimes this is right around the, we didn't, I guess the KC Jacksonville game was a little hot today, but we haven't had one of those super hot week right. two, week three games where it's like you bet on one team and you don't realize it's like 120 degrees on the field. So maybe it'll be this game. I had the Dolphins laying eight and a half points. I knew, I knew it. I knew you were going to Denver. I knew you were going to overshoot. Overshoot. I, said, I overshot? Yeah, I said five and uh, it is six. Wait, let me make sure it's six. Oh my God. That's ridiculous. there you go. There's your teaser game. You're good. You're Jesus. good to go. Denver. That's ridiculous. So what do they yeah. think? They're worried about the Broncos kitchen sink game. They don't want to go on three. Is that the reason? Wait, now they took it off. Now they took it off. Oh, so who's who's no bet? Cross it oh, off. Oh, that stinks. I shouldn't have even said anything. Yeah. Wait, who, right. why would they take that off? Was well, is two yeah. hurt? What, what they could had to do what they had to do. Well, Jalen Waddle got hurt. Oh uh, yeah, well, that's that would cause it to take, take the line that off. All right, fine. You get lucky there. Sorry, Jacoby. Um, how about Lions Falcons in Detroit? That one they have. I am putting this firmly in the Vegas zone. Detroit by four and a half. Yeah, you get it. I don't know why I can't find it, but that's yours. Oh, I said five and a half. You got four and a half. Yep. I think this line drops as the week goes along. I think this gets to like really? Atlanta plus three and a half. Yeah. I mean, they were five and a half against Seattle, weren't they? Or I guess it went down. It was a too little high. Bit. I know, but it won't be too high against Atlanta. At some point, it's got to even out where this Detroit team is a little better than they're, you know, as everyone says. I don't see it. You think that goes low? Wow. All right. Speaking of this team is better than everyone says or worse than everyone says, the Chargers are in Minnesota. I have this as the other watchable game. This is, got to say, a loser leaves town match. This mm. might be our first one. It's two on two teams, and I don't think either of them could afford to go on three. It's in Minnesota. It's going to hurt one of them, that's for sure. Yeah. I uh, I built in the, the weird Chargers bias that people treat the Chargers like they're 13 and 14 for some reason. Right. I have the Chargers favored by one. Yeah, you you get this, and and I don't get it because I would say Minnesota home 
pretty good home field advantage, minus one and a half, but it's Chargers minus one and a half. So you get it. You're hmm. at the right side. I don't know, man. I, I, they're, I they're kind of the same team. every week. They're kind of the same team, though, right? Like it's going to be a one score yeah. game. Can we make money on this being a one score game? Can we take both teams plus six and a half and just load up? I know we're going to get it's going to be a big money. Oh, like a but. double tease of the same game. What is one yeah. of those things where whoever's down will still be able to get a cheap touchdown like Minnesota did last week? Right, right. Exactly. That was nice. That was a fun. Oh, we didn't door. talk about McVay with the field goal for the. For the, oh, for the push. Check the bank accounts. Check the oh, bank man. accounts and the 30 for 30 to follow. What is the right th- thing to do there, though? Then I was thinking about, I'm like, all right, there's going to be a lot of jokes thrown this way. What is, you, you see, I think that is the right decision now. I liked it. So if you missed it, the yeah. game is basically over. They're down 10. They tried, they were trying to score a touchdown. They couldn't. And in the last play, they kick a field goal. Four seconds left. So there's one Four play. seconds left. Right. But the, Theoretically, and it never would happen, the game can end on a defensive p- penalty, right? So if they make the field goal and the kicker is roughed, do they get do they yeah. get to do the onside? There's kick? no scenario where they can win. They couldn't win. They would they wouldn't extend it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good for him. That's something else. I mean, really take a knee then if you can't win. Why risk getting anyone hurt at that point? Can you imagine if he did like some sort of fanduel ad tomorrow? Say, I'm Sean McVay, aka the pusher. <laughs> Uh, if he has a bet boost, if he has a bet boost tomorrow, we're gonna know something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Lost. Uh, did we win the bet boost today? We did. Ramondre, did he score a touchdown? Yeah. There yeah, we, we go. The boost plus one fifty on Fanduel. Yeah, baby. That's was, why I was confused. Why you were upset about the Patriots result? But all right, good. Yeah. We're coming around. <laughs> we we boosted the Pats plus seven and a half with uh, Ramondre or Zeke will score a touchdown and a hit. There you go. Um, I've already blocked the game out of my mind. <laughs> Can I get a ruling on the Jets Pats being a fairly watchables? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, Zach Wilson versus Mac Jones, it's like watching a car crash. Right. Now Belichick well, pick, versus the Jets. Pick pick the line because I want to talk about what this is. Well, it's it's at the Jets. Mm-hmm. And I don't see how the 0 and 2 Pats can be favored over basically anyone in the league except for five guys. So I'm gonna say Jets. Minus one over the Pats. Oh, wow. All right. I get this. I said Patriots minus three. It's Patriots minus two and a half. You know you're favored by that. I mean, just the the fact that Why? Why Belichick's do I know? not going to... Hey, he's not going to get embarrassed mean? by this team. You're good. You're fine. You're going to win this game. We couldn't block Miami today. Who didn't have Jalen Phillips? All right. So everyone will get are sacked. Be, and the Patriots will have the better defense ultimately. This has rock bottom written all over it. I might not watch. What's the over under on this? Was, 37. There, my my oh, daughter. 30, is, 37 and a half is very low. Wow. We don't see that that much. I That's can't go to my daughter's club soccer games anymore because she's in college. I might just go to yeah. somebody else's club soccer games. So I don't <laughs> okay. have to watch this. Just pick maybe, maybe some friends who have kids. So I'll go to their games. <laughs> uh, Packers home for the Saints. Two good mm-hmm. teams. I, I I believe both of these teams are above average, and I think the Saints are going to beat the Panthers. We're going to do a little, uh, yep. we'll do a little uh, same game later with the Saints. Yep. Oh, why don't we? We game. can do that now. Actually, um, I have the Packers favored by three at home against the Saints. All right, I got this one exactly. One and a half uh, Packers mm. are favored. That was a weird game. I mean, you had Atlanta and Green Bay, and you had either one and a half, or I mean, you knew that was going to end on one, right? You knew that whoever won was going to take it. The one and a half, it always feels like it gets fucked up. Yeah. 
tell tell them our same game parlay that we're gonna do for Monday Night Football. Same game parlay. We're gonna we be have? able to get it boosted. Miles Sanders touchdown, right? Anytime yeah. touchdown. Uh, Saints plus three and a half. That's nice. And Carol, uh, Carr to have two hundred or more passing yards. So that's adjusted uh, yeah. lower. Saints is obviously adjusted because they're favored. And we're just looking at a Miles Sanders touchdown on the other side. So and I what think are the it's about, about four to one, right? 396 when yeah. I sent it to you. Yeah. yeah. So we'll tweet that out tomorrow with the exact odds. But four Fair to enough. one. Little Saints. We like the Saints morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ravens Colts. This is in Baltimore. And there's probably not a line on this because I see Anthony it. Richardson got concussed. We don't know if he's playing next week, do we? They don't care about him, I guess. All right. I have Ravens by seven over the Colts. I said nine. It's eight and a half. Mm. You're beating me again. I'm up four, three. Yeah, they don't. Uh, I guess Minshew is an exact trade off for Anthony Richardson. That makes sense, I guess. I don't know. So we had, I had the multi view plus the CBS and the Fox games for the early. We had six. Mm-hmm. There were eight games. And I just threw Colts, Texans to the Wolves. Didn't watch one, didn't one moment of it. Yeah. Didn't yeah. see anything other than a couple highlights, but I saw he got concussed. It's funny because on Wise Guys this morning, I gave out uh, Titans Chargers as the highest scoring game, plus 950. And I kind of did the same thing. I threw that to the side. I'm like, oh, I'm looking good here. I'm like, oh, crap. There's like 70 <laughs> points in this stupid Colts game. <laughs> right. like, I already lost. But. Fairly watchable is last one. Browns Titans. It's in Cleveland. Two more teams I, I, I enjoy. I'm going to say Browns by four. Browns, Titans. Why can't I find anything here? Uh, you got it. Exactly. I had three. Yeah, they disrespect uh, the Titans a little. I guess it's a, their quarterback. It's just exactly. Ray, Vrabel's a really good coach, and it was becoming ridiculous that he had lost eight in a row. Right. Dating back to last year. You called so. it. You got on our text chain. You said, this is kitchen sink. No question about it. Yeah, it's no, one of the only things I called this week. It's a fun one. All right, before we do Poop Factor, let's take one more break. We'll do the rest of the games in Parent Corner. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, a word winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60 day money back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is simply safe with two eyes, simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like simply safe. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions, but right now I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats, Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is the one team's trust 
Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. All right, come back. Poop Fecta. This is in Washington. They're hosting the Bills. Kind of a sneaky game for the Bills. Like, I definitely, I will not be throwing the Bills a million-dollar picks. This Washington, rejuvenated Washington crowd, they seem like they have a pass rush. They can run Mm. the ball a little bit. They're weirdly fun to watch. They had a nice little comeback win. I have no idea if they're even decent, much less good. But I think the Bills are going to be favored by three. Oh, wow. I went low, too, but I said four and a half. It's six and a half. Oh, come on. That's stupid. Not trusting Washington just yet. That's too high. Well, they made him an underdog to Denver, and that was a close game today. Yeah, but that's, come on. You're treating the Bills like they're a Super Bowl team with that. I I know you like Rivera and everything, but if you go coach and you go quarterback and you go, this team's not going to be 3-0, and I think that's a fair line. You think this is going to affect the filming of True Detective Season 6 with Rivera (laughs) and Bianami? If uh, the enemy uses a uh, Matthew McConaughey accent, I'm all in. We uh, winning time got canceled, by the way. I saw that. Yeah, what a bummer. Um, and we're never going to find out if Magic and Cookie ended up together <laughs> or what happened yeah. in the 1985 Finals. You know, you joke. Did I bring this up on this podcast last week? But I was watching last week, and I said, "My God, this—they have the two best." actors portraying athletes in the history of film and TV. Magic and Kareem? I would say Magic and Bird. Kareem is right in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's one show and they have two, maybe three. I think it's great. You like winning time? I think think it's astounding. Like Nixon, I get because that's his son, right? But I I can't, you have to appreciate that. Like Larry Bird's jump yeah. shot looks real and he looks and talks like him. No, it's all Lakers, sure. so you don't care. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just Next that game. part of it. <laughs> Jags are home for the Texans. Sure. <laughs> hey, do you want to bring in Bill McAfee? <laughs> I'm not ready for it. We're you. like a week away. I can't wait for <laughs> Bill McAfee. Uh, Jags at home against the Texans. I have Jags minus eight and a half. You got it exactly. Okay. I said seven. I said seven and a half. You're teasing that. You're not afraid. I don't, crazy I don't numbers, like, huh? I don't like what I saw from the Jags. From the Jags. Seahawks, yeah. yeah. Seahawks home for the Panthers. And um, I was way off here. Were you? Yeah, like you should have me replaced for being this far off. But go ahead. I had Seahawks by five and a half. I had nine. I mean, well, come on. Uh, it's still a rookie quarterback going into one of the toughest places to play. And they they showed that they might be, as much as we hate it, they might be the worst team, right? We still have to watch them Monday, but uh, it's four and a half. You get it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's way low. That's, that's I don't understand. I know we just did the same game part of that. I don't understand the Saints line at all. I think the Saints are much better than Carolina. but And yeah. J.C. Horn's out too. Right. But that, the two games that I felt the best about this week were the Pats-Miami. Would mm-hmm. patch shit the bed in the Saints game. So the Saints are gonna have th- that division is gonna have three, three, uh, two and zero teams. Crazy. The Saints win in your division seven and one. Right. Uh, two more Dallas at Arizona, and I don't see how this isn't double digits. I have Dallas by ten and a half in Arizona. 
I got this. I said 12. It's 12 and a half. Oh, wow. Look at you. Like a juggernaut. Yeah. Jesus. That's a bad. They they can't take a chance with with that team anymore. What are they going to score against Dallas? How many points? 13? Six? I, I continue to think Dobbs is like half decent. All right. So 13 points. No, I don't, I don't think, think he'll be half decent against your team, but I, it's just funny that where it was like, can't find quarterbacks, can't find quarterbacks, and then right. Dobbs puts up like, you know, 28 points and two and a oh, half quarters. He seems so Giants. comfortable. What happened to that team? They really felt like they were playing, they were like running downhill the first three quarters. How did he just lose it like that? Yeah, they just, uh, I don't know what happened either. All of a sudden, hmm. it just seemed like the Giants had the ball for a half hour. Yeah. Chiefs are home for the Bears. And, uh, after what we saw from Fields today, I don't see how this line could be less than 10 and a half. So I'm going to say Chiefs by 10 and a half. Oh, wow. I went 13 and a half. It's 12 and a half. Yeah, They're not going to get I'm, free money for these teams, these monster against nobodies. Are you beating me? There's only I think three it's seven, games left. Three, four, five, six. Hold on. Hold on. Seven, two, six. And there's three games left. All right. Sunday night. Steelers are at Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jimmy G. Oh my God. Mike, <laughs> I just say, you know, sometimes um, <laughs> I have the Steelers favorite in this game by one and a half. Oh, damn. I, had, I said one. And it is, is exactly it? one and a half. Mm. So we are tied. I'm not sure what to make of Vegas because I thought they looked good last week. Mm. they look good for about 10 minutes today. Mm. And then it looked like they couldn't block anymore. And their defense kind of rolled over a little bit. And then Devontae got hurt. And there's a world where five days from now, this line is like Steelers by four and everybody's taking the Steelers because the Steelers look good on Monday night. Yeah. And then it's like, oh my God. And then, but right now that one and a half seems low. I, I think you're right. It's a, it's unfair to analyze this game now. The Steelers could look like a top seven AFC team yeah. potentially after tomorrow, or we might want to stick a fork in them. It's like so. the Steelers just might be the good, bad team. That's what they were last year. They beat the other bad teams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's who they were. Um, we have two Monday night games for some reason. Yeah, they're doing this again. They're doing it again. Eagles at Tampa. This is a good game. I'm actually kind of excited to watch this one. I got to win this. I'm, I'm going to lose the next one to you. So go ahead. I'm putting this in the Vegas zone. Eagles by four and a half. Good. Okay. I take that. I said seven and a half. It's six and a half. So you no, need this next one to tie. That's stupid. You're going to want to. Well, I won't say anything. You think. Well, what was Philly against your team? Wait, I have week. Bengals versus Bengals. Who are the Bengals? No, that's not right. They, wrote it down that's wrong. Not right. they can't play themselves, right? No, they're home against the Rams. Right. Wait a minute, real, so, real quick though. What were the yeah. what were the Eagles giving the Patriots week one? How much? Four and a half. Uh, uh, three and a half. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe six and a half is a little high. But. Bengals home for the Rams. I'm sneaking this in the Vegas zone, too. I'm going to say Bengals minus five and a half. Yes. Oh. Oh. I said eight, and it's six and a half. Oh. You get it. You tie. tie. Yeah. Oh, Jacoby. I do. Uh, 
All right. What have I done? Well, I still haven't gotten a win. Is Burrow playing? What about, have we ever had a guess the lines here where the Pats haven't won and I haven't won and it's week three? Um, You know what? This has to be the first time. I'm coming back with a vengeance and a Billy McAfee impression next week. You'll see. Do you know Kyle, his entire life, the Pats have been good basically until these last couple of years? Really? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, pretty much. And now, uh, and now we're just like every other team. Kyle, you know, if you want to jump on my, you know, people won't think it's weird. There's a little room on the bandwagon. You could sit on my lap. And, he does uh, like Michael Parsons. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? I'll get the you. The Pats are doing Kyle. this new thing where they ring, mm-hmm. they ring the bell. It seems new. Oh, you didn't like the whole other thing. They have some animated thing, right? Is that going on at the stadium? Well, Tom Brady rang the bell, and then they're like, this week, Kenny Chesney rang the bell. And I'm like, right. Yeah, this is usually when it starts that's not, going what, downhill. What bell? Which which bell? That's not that's some thing. bell like in, in the stadium. Does, isn't that the Vegas Knights or something? Now they now right. you're stealing the gimmicks. It's not enough. You're stealing signs and everything else. My God, it's like week twenty, week eighteen. It's going to be you know we're, yeah. we're going to start going down the list of Boston celebrities. It's going to be <laughs> start getting pretty grim. Um. All right, parent corner. Let's do it. What you got. Well, this is, is less of a... By the way, uh, when when does Archie go away? Are we getting so, there? Yeah, that's what it is. So it's this week. And this is less of a story and, and more of me needing advice from you about, you know, so we're dropping him off at Oregon later in the week. Um, it's very late in the in the year to be dropping a kid off to college, uh, but they work quarters there or something. I don't know how it works, but they want a lot of money for a school that's not accepting kids until like September 45th. So, um, <laughs> I, so anyway, the, as far as... I think you would agree with this. We've had this conversation off to the side, like sending a kid off to college is, is similar in a way, like when your grandfather has dementia and starts being mean to your mother and starts hitting on all her friends. And you're like, all right, maybe it's time. Same here with sending the kid to college. Like, yeah, I love, I love him to death, but he's averaging two parking tickets a week. So uh, <laughs> let's get him out. And uh, <laughs> that said, I do think it's going to be very sad. And uh, we, we're going to fly out. And we're getting all this stuff shipped. And then it's like a mad scramble to get it into the dorm room. And I said, well, we're going to rent a car to move this stuff. And my wife's like, no, no, we'll, we'll just Uber back and forth. And I said, well, I think I'm going to be welling up in tears. Um, you know, I, I, I think we should get a, rent the car only because I don't want the Uber driver to see, see me, uh, you know, crying a little bit. <laughs> like, and so I convinced her to get it. Uh, we're getting it. We're renting a car just to avoid, you know, bawling at this, you know, but then I listen to you on a podcast and you're like, oh, it's not that bad. Not as bad as I thought all these other things. And then I'm like, all right, well, that's good. But then I was thinking, oh, well, he's kind of heartless. So I don't know what to think when it comes to this. So (laughs) give give me some advice. I I have heard this from other parents that it's not as bad as they thought dropping off. It's, it's not as bad because you, you, you stay more connected with them through Mm -hmm. devices. So you don't feel like that's it. Like when we went away, where it's like that's it, you just get dropped off. I think it'd be all right, but I think it's really hard for the for the mom. It is the mom son thing is pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. And does it did it make you feel smaller? Like, uh, hey, you got me still. When the when the well, you you had a mom daughter thing, so it was a little different. Now, I something shifts. I want to talk about this too with my parent corner. Something. The house feels different. Like there's no question. Right. And there's these little moments. Like I always call them like Zoe Deja Vu or like you're grocery shopping 
And it's right. like, oh, I'll get some pickles for Zoe. And it's like, oh, she doesn't live with us anymore. And yeah, so you have a lot of those. They're like these yeah. lot of little tiny kicks, kicking balls, but nothing, nothing major. But the bottom line is, like you made the key point. They're they're kind of leaving for a couple of years. You know, they're yeah. they're spending less and less time. They're more mm-hmm. and more annoyed with us each year. And um, so it, it, you know, it's all it's all part of the process. College makes a lot of sense as you're going through it from ages 14 to 18. By the yeah. time they hit 18, they are kind of ready to do their own thing. I keep so, telling my wife, and she hates this, but I keep going, you know what? He turned 18. We did our job. We got him out of the house. And so even if something horrible was to happen, it, we did what we could. There's nothing. And she's like, shut up. Don't say that. Don't say what. <laughs> it's like, no, we did what we could. So even if something just awful, beyond comprehension, she gets so mad. But uh, maybe I'll So you're both that. flying him there? Yeah. And then we're coming back. And I'll be on with the wise guys. Yeah. You're going to feel really sad, but not as sad as Kyle's going to feel when he hears that um, I wasn't recording on my end for the first 85 minutes of this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And it's even worse than that. I was recording, but my thing wasn't plugged in. And I just realized, but that's what happens in the Pat season's over. You start, you slip. You don't realize the recorder's plugged in. Yeah. This is nephew's corner. Taping, that's nephew corner, right? There. I was taping 80 minutes of nothing and people get my Zoom audio. I apologize. Well, in your defense, Kyle never said, okay, everyone's recording. Oh, no, wait, he did say that. He no, he, he did say it. it. He, said, he said it twice. Yeah. And I pressed record and didn't realize that the mic wasn't in there. But again, this is what happens when your team has 19 chances to be producer's fault. Spotify, you're going to have to yeah, go into the office. You should, you should circle yeah. back, Kyle. There's 7,000 offices in the Spotify building. Kyle, you're going to have to find um, <laughs> HR. It's one of them. <laughs> Crazy. I'm sorry, Kyle. Uh, my parent corner. So I flew back to Boston. I can't um, understand. I can't hear you. No, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I flew back to Boston because we had a little college thing on Friday night with some of my buddies and my daughter had games on Wednesday and Saturday. And she's had, she hurt her hamstring like two weeks ago, but she's been playing with it. It's like one of those you can play. It's sore. So she plays Wednesday, go to the game. It's pouring rain, go with my dad. And, uh, and, my dad insists on driving. Mm. My dad's 76 and he wears glasses that are kind of like tinted for the sun. Right. It's pouring rain. I'm like, dad, let me drive. They're like, no, no, no. I've, I've been in the car with you. I don't, I don't want to. I've seen you drive. Like I'm some hours driver. <laughs> and uh, so we go, we get to the game, pouring rain. It's a monsoon. Second half, Zoe gets kneed in her bad hammy and, ha- and has to come out of the game. Like, I don't know, seven minutes later. And uh-huh. somehow it's worse. Um. So then we're, so it's like, they lose one, nothing. It's like, oh my God. So I got hurt. Now I got to drive. Let me drive. No, no, no. I'm going to drive. So now we're driving home and we're like, she played, it's like North shore, like Beverly mass. And we're driving home and it's dark. You know, when it's like dark, you're like, man, this is dark. As our eyesight, as we get older, yeah. my dad can't see anything. Yeah. And he, and he's like, it's, and, and it's just like the most hair. And I'm like, dad, just let me drive. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. It was one of those. Mm. And misses the sign of the highway we have to take this turn and gets mad at my my uh stepmom at one point for the ways and we get on the road and he's like can barely stay in the lanes got something and i was trying to think like when i'm older and it's like ben or zoe and but i'm the one driving i'm gonna insist i'm gonna drive right you're gonna do the same thing i was just gonna ask you that i'm gonna drive i'm gonna drive i got this i got this but we're we're this is the circle of life right this is what happens to all of us 
we all insist we could drive. I was absolutely going to ask you this. What age do you relinquish where you turn over the wheel? And as of now, I would say, no, I'm always driving. I don't trust anyone else. And I, I like it. I kind of get sick uh, sitting in any other seat. So, yeah. Because my wife's mother is 83, 82, mm. 83. And I feel like we could be like, let us drive. And she would be like, yeah, you're right. You should drive. So maybe it's somewhere between mid 70s and early 80s. All I can tell you is my life flashed before my eyes like, I don't know, 10 times <laughs> on the way home. Then really, I was wondering like, are we going to make it home? Um, so then, and then she ended up not playing the Saturday game. But what was cool about it was I got to see a little bit of like, you know, spend some time and see where she lived and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. it just felt like she was different than she was a month ago. And I do think you're going to see that with Archie. You send them off and they kind of have to become self-sufficient. And then there's really? this maturity thing that happens. And I just felt like, oh, you're, you figured it out. I don't know. I was optimistic. So now we really? just need our ham hamstring to get better. Um, how do you, uh, but, how do you, well, how, how so? I want to, we could talk about this. That, well, off, I went, and first of all, her room was clean. Oh, she, wow. She had like her structure and she's like, I got, it. and then sometimes I go to the park and I'll write, finish my stuff and wow. blah, 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 my classes. And then, you know, she's practicing with the soccer team every day and, it was all stuff like you kind of don't know for sure that they're going to be able to do on their own until you send them off. And it's like you're 20% worried uh, they might be a disaster. Yeah. But this just might be like, this could right. go bad. But it didn't. It seems like it's gone. You're really not going to well, let so. her drive, though. That's one thing you'll never take away from yourself. That one, I would feel much comfortable when I'm behind the wheel. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's the, uh, it's the circle of life. Someday we'll turn into our parents. Someday our kids will be self-sufficient. Mm. And someday I'll learn to record the entire podcast. <laughs> Kyle, I wasn't um I wasn't recording either. I'm sorry. I was recording Shane Gillis's um stand up though, if you want to if you want to use that. I don't know. Kyle, why don't we have a better plan? It's like all on me. If I don't record, <laughs> then the podcast does. Like, why don't we have like a backup? Kyle, after Patriots losses, you have to remind them three times. After Patriots yeah. Sunday night losses, you have to remind them six times. I think that's a good rule of thumb coming in. I apologize. <laughs> I wish the audio was better. Um, Bill's father so, never recorded either, and that's why we all become our parents. That's the bottom line. Yeah. We were we were between the middle and right lane for it seemed like about <laughs> a minute and a half at one point. And did you say anything? Did you say like this is not good? Or did yeah, you I was just... like, you're breaking the record for most people driving by <laughs> and giving you a nasty look as they drive by us. I just like, what number do we want to get to? Thirty five, forty. He didn't care. And, uh, <laughs> no, he didn't care. He's like, That's I'm fun. driving. Uh, anything to plug? Of course. Yeah. I'm on with Tate. Um, you know, you'll see it Tuesday morning on FanDuel TV through the ringer. And then my own show, Cousin Sal's winning weekend uh, between uh, that's Friday morning, 10 a.m. Between that, we got against all odds with the uh, the D3 and uh, yeah. And another. Oh, boy, it's a lot of fun this morning um, doing the white ringer wise guys two and oh, with my best bets. And uh Underdog picks. Raheem. The Wise Guys show was so yeah. much fun today. And good, I'm not right? biased because I know all you guys, but it was, I just had my coffee. I, I felt like I was hanging out with everybody for an hour. It was, I had a couple of people text me like, oh God, this is really? like the show I always wanted. Yeah. 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 Louis K, right? Louis K liked it. He was one of them. Yeah. yeah he was exactly. fired up. And I think, it. I think people won money if they listen. 
Uh, don't get used to that part, but um, well, yeah. they didn't definitely didn't win a million dollar picks because I went one and three. But I'm gonna hit the Saints tomorrow. Uh, all right, go. Sal. I will see. Yeah, you, Miles uh, Sanders touchdown. Saints plus three and a half. Car two hundred or more yards and uh, about four to one. Right. That's our little same gamer. All right, Sal. As always, uh, mediocre job by me, but good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right, that's it for the podcast. Thanks to cousin Sal. Thanks to Steve Cerruti and Kyle Creighton for producing, as always. Thanks to YouTube TV and FanDuel uh, for being such great partners during this football season. Thanks to you guys for not caring that my audio didn't sound as great as it normally does. I'm going to be back on the rewatchables on Monday night, and I'm going to be back on this feed on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. In Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. You can call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.